My next guest is a solo drummer who connects and plays with a variety of bands. He has aspirations to play sets for artists on stage and have experiences such as playing at award shows. It's my pleasure to introduce Jeffrey Adami. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm with a very special guest, the one and only Jeffrey Adami, or Adami, Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whatever you want to say. (laughs) And you're actually the first drummer that I've had on the podcast just solo. Like, I had a band on, and I, I talked to the drummer through that, but solo drummer, that's actually pretty exciting, you know? Yeah, I mean... I'm that's that's the goal in life is to make it as a touring slash session drummer. Um, I don't know. It, it It's it's fun playing in bands, but it, it's it, I think a lot of it, a lot of the fun comes with just. I don't know, just seeing like just seeing how many different people I can play with, because like it's just fun blending with new people, personalities and learning new music constantly. So just seeing where I can go with that. And yeah, it's fun. It's like it's like when you're that kid in high school and you're you're not stuck with one friend group. You go to different friend groups, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh <no>, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I've I've kind of learned over the years that's kind of my personality. I like to just just like see different things that are new and just like I don't know, just see what different friends I can make. And I don't know, it's just fun having a range of yeah, just everything. I guess. Is that ever tough on bands? If you like, you get attached to a band and you're like, oh, I want to go travel with another band now. <laughs> um. You know, I don't know. I've built pretty good relationships with the people I've been in bands with. And um, I don't know. I I play for like multiple, like different amounts of bands. So like there'll be sometime I'm like um, going on a conference. Like I went on a conference in Australia with a band called McKinney Dawson. And then I've played for a rapper named Peabod and just like various things. So I, I have like multiple things going on at a time. So yeah, all my relationships are great with everybody so does, yeah does that help build up your name then if you're traveling with other bands and stuff like do you like use maybe one band higher up on a resume than another one or how does that all work for you um i don't know whenever whenever i play a show with someone or whenever i record for someone i just like promote it through social media and if i don't know no matter i guess no matter how much like of a following the person has i'll still promote what i'm doing with them usually what i do is like um i have a gopro and like i record drum cam footage of live shows i'm playing and just post them everywhere kind of like like to to promote the band i'm playing with and to like um to show off my portfolio of how many different genres i can play so yeah just help everyone out i guess yeah and I, I like that you um i think you're really it's really interesting how you promote yourself on like youtube and stuff doing those those rap covers is that a common thing because mm. that's the first time i've seen that um you know i think i don't know it it it's kind of starting to pop off um people like doing covers of rap stuff rap songs and stuff like that i think the cool thing about covering rap songs as opposed to like like a metal song or like or like a rock song or something like that is that you can be really creative with what you do and like um how you want to go about doing it because if you listen to a rap song usually a rap song has like a standard beat throughout the whole time so that really gives you more uh creativity and openness to like be flexible with what you want to do over it like i showed you the uh the travis scott goosebumps cover and i I, I could uh, make a lot of like cool creative parts over it. Whereas if I was playing like a metal song, there's already so much happening in the music 
it's already so busy so that like if you wanted it to sound good you would mostly have to play like the part that was made for the song so mm, makes yeah. sense what do you think do you think it's easier to mess up and continue on a hip-hop song then or when you're doing like, a <laughs> metal song it depends you know i say that um i guess you can like you can um there's like I'm trying to think of how to how to word this. I think it can be the um, same thing for any genre. Um, I think anyone can like anyone can play a different like a, a a style of music they that they want, but like it's really hard to master the genre. And I, I think that goes for any genre. Like people say that like like maybe rock music or like worship music is like it's like really stuff to play technical wise but like it when it comes to like having the feel of the music it's like really hard to master that and that that would go for if i were to do a drum drum cover of like any any genre so mm. it's uh, it's the same all around the board i think your videos are really well made though like i like the lighting and then you have the different angles and stuff like yeah <laughs> how'd you get all that set up like cause for me like it's taking me, it's, everything's like trial and error now, you know, like you build your way up, say, oh, this works, this doesn't work. But it seems like you have like a solid path you're going on when it comes to like those videos and stuff. How'd that all happen? That's because I have friends who do it for <laughs> me. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so I am a senior at a school in Kirkland called Northwest University. And like, it's it's a place where a lot of people can get a bunch of degrees in a lot of different things like I, there's a pretty extensive music program i'm in right now and i have a lot of friends who do like photography and video and people can like at the library they can rent out like a lighting kit or something like that and like there are people who are really well like versed in videography so i just like if they're down to do it for free i'll have them come off for free or like if they want to be paid then i'll pay them and like they do a really good job with my stuff so I, I, I really like the way everything's turned out so far. For sure. And that's where connect, connections are so important, you know? Like, even if you see, like, a like a like even, like, a Questlove or a, a J. Cole or anyone, any type of genre, even if you see them at the front line, there's always people in the background that are helping them also, you know? Because you need a team oh, yeah. in a sense, you know? A hundred percent. It's like, I, 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 I have this, like, philosophy that you need to be, like, kind to everyone you meet and like not just the music industry, but like for photography or like stage building or anything, because you never know like if you're gonna get the chance to work with them, like it's it's a possibility. So like be nice to everyone you meet, have respect for everyone you meet and like it can go go a long way. So on YouTube, because you do different so, so many different types of covers and stuff, but then you also said you, you play for bands. Is there a community or a specific genre community in Seattle that you stick with usually or? How do you work oh, with that? Oh, that's tough. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm a Christian, and because of my faith, it's like it's easy to be with people who have the same beliefs as me. So, like, it's easy to want to um, go into those communities because we already have a similar understanding of like our beliefs and everything like that. But then again, like, like when I go to a metal show, like, or something like that, there, there are people in the community who are super nice as well. So like, I don't know, you're just, you're just going to find people, great people all around. And like, you've got to be wary of like, there may be people who try to take advantage of you. So you got to be like, 
open but like cautious at the same time but generally i've found that like so many communities are opening open and accepting so for yeah. sure yeah i think seattle when it comes to music scene they're pretty everyone's pretty much really open sometimes it is a struggle to find certain people in your community but once you find them it's like that you know <laughs> mm-hmm. no exactly like i've made some friends over the years that i know i want to do music with for like a lifetime so yes definitely get what you're saying there so how are you managing with like church and everything right now if if the quarantine makes <laughs> it so you can't go to church <laughs> uh i'm not <laughs> so um the the way i'm trying to make money now is um by teaching drum lessons so i do 30 dollars for 30 minutes and 55 dollars for an hour and like i've gotten some people to get on board with that um teaching drum lessons wouldn't be my first first <laughs> it wouldn't be the first thing i would want to do like i'm always about like playing live shows or like recording over the teaching but it's still fun and like i have fun teaching and like um but yeah i think i'm gonna have to get my first like regular job in like three or four years <laughs> because it's it's hard to support myself with the way things are going right now so yeah it's always good for like a musician though as long as you like keep doing it even when you're like 50 or something as long as you know how to play the clarinet piano or anything you could always just walk into a club or a bar and be like hey can i play for a few hours and like find little jobs like that every once in a while so that's the one thing oh, yeah. like it's really cool you know but i i um I, I i did band in high school and i it just i didn't really enjoy it so i don't but i don't regret <laughs> it yet because i'm finding different ways to like be artistic because i am like a musical type guy but uh, I played the clarinet, but um, okay. yeah, I think, I just think music's so interesting because it's, it's like, it's a platform and a language that everyone speaks and can connect to. Yeah. And like, you don't even have to like speak the same language as like the artist who puts out something to like connect with their music, you know, like, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy the way music can like connect us. I love it. And yeah. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. So, how did you find? How did you find your worth when it comes to like doing drum lessons and stuff like that? Though, like some people, I feel like that's a challenge for some people to feel like, okay, I know how to play the drums or this instrument, but am I good enough to even teach someone else? So yeah, some, <laughs> sometimes you can be like, ugh, yeah, it's only thirty dollars for thirty minutes, and it's not, it's not, I'm not making millions of dollars off it, but still, that's that's <laughs> a step in the right direction, you know? Yeah, no, it's it's good for me to like. Um, keep busy you know during this, these times and stuff but like um yeah i i really get in my head about this type of stuff i um i just want to make sure that like what i'm teaching is like worthwhile to this like the students so i, I don't want to be wasting their time and that gets me like really anxious when i'm teaching the lessons i'm like well if you're working on this right now what am i going to teach for when you've mastered that like i just always have to keep on figuring out what what's next and it makes me very anxious but like i so i used to teach i taught for two years when i was in high school to a four-year-old and a six-year-old and that went great but that was years ago so i've only taught since then i've only taught my second lesson and so i'm still trying to find my footing but i'm sure like the more I get into it, the the better it will be. So, yeah, we'll see. So do you know how to play any other instruments then? Or have you been sticking with drums your whole life? Or I can do, <laughs> I can do like a bit of acoustic guitar. I can do some chords and stuff like that. Like, I think, what's the song? Uh, 
Karma Police by Radiohead. That's the extent of like the chords <laughs> I can play. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's interesting because I don't know if you've seen, but um, I'm left-handed. So, and like sometimes the videos I put up, they're on a right-handed kit. So I grew up to play on a left-handed kit and right-handed, but I'm primarily left-handed. So when I take acoustic guitar, I take a right-handed guitar and just flip it over. And that's how I learned to play. So Is that kind of yeah. like mirrored then in a sense? Like, is it everything opposite or? I guess, I think like if you're looking at the chord chart like this, usually you'd have to look at like this when you're yeah. left-handed. So I don't know. I just, just did it and I don't know. <laughs> kind of works out for me. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing though, like if you know one instrument, it's kind of easier to learn other instruments also, you know? Like you find you kinda you you understand the language. It's a language. Music's a language. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And like um in in my school right now, I've taken a bunch of recording classes and mixing classes and like ever since taking those classes, it's helped develop my ear for like how a mix should sound or something, like when I listen to it. Like usually before then when I was listening to music, I would only like pay attention to the rhythm aspect. But now that I've gone through those classes and do, done so much more, I can like, I can like really listen for the pitch or like how something's EQ'd or something like that and have more aspects to go off of it. Mm. So it's really interesting. So how do you get your start in drumming? Because I don't really know people who put out like drumming albums. Cause you know, that's how you, as an artist, <laughs> you're like, Oh, here's my album. And if you like it, maybe we can do like a venue show or something like that. How do you, how do you, build up like a resume for that when you first started um i guess just like go around and see who needs a drummer for something <laughs> i don't know because because like yeah i don't really i don't really make my own material i know that there are some drummers out there it's very rare to see but some drummers they put out their own material whether it's just like an album of them doing like just drumming like there's a drummer called nate smith i don't know if you've heard of him he just he puts out albums with just him drumming or sometimes like session drummers. They like, I don't know. Um, for me, I just like find out who needs a drummer for something. And like, usually the first time do it for free. And like, once we build a relationship then start to charge, then, then that's how I can get like paid for what I do. But I don't know, just build relationships with musicians and see what they need help with in any way. So. So when yeah. you're when you're working with a band, do they like give you like music music sheets to work off of, or are you just trying to like set the the pulse and everything? Or it it depends. Uh, I guess it depends on the the profession the level of professionalism professionalism for the band. Um, I haven't been given sheet music in a long time. I know that if I were to go to L.A. or Nashville or something like that, where the music scene is more prominent, then definitely they'd be giving me sheet music um but i'm i'm in a gospel worship band called Coralons. that's part of my school um everyone it, there's a five-piece band and then there's like 110 singers so it's like a huge thing so they give the band like sheet music it's it's like basic chord charts and like some some rhythmic notations on there but like there's no sheet music for the drums um so i just have to learn everything by ear and like but if and the, if I'm with a band with my friends, then we just we just like come up with the pieces like we want to do in the studio. So there's varying levels of it. Um, 
for me, there's not really much sheet music. I just learn stuff by ear. So yeah, that's a good gift though. You know, some people can only like they're like number oriented or sheet music oriented. And they have to be like, okay, I have to match it just like this. But then some people are like freestyling with drums. You know, like I got it. <laughs> 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 no, exactly. And uh, yeah, it's it's taken a while, but like I've gotten to the point where like I do a lot of worship music and like. I've, I've listened to so much worship music to the point where I know that like, if I wanted to memorize a certain worship song, it would only take me up to like 15 minutes to worship to memorize any song like that. Cause I'm so familiar with like how the genre sounds and like, Oh, it, this is like the, this is the first verse. This is the first chorus. I know what usually happens during this. So yeah. Gotcha. So have you, you performed at El Corazon, right? <laughs> Yeah, so I did a, a drum cover series. So what I did was me and my friends, we brought my drum set over to El Corazon and we filmed three drum covers there. So I guess if you want to say I played there. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I filmed a bunch of drum covers there. So, yeah. How, how'd that make you feel? Because being Christian and all, and like that place is freaking satanic looking as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't know. A lot, a lot of Christian bands have played there. I, I, I get the feel because like, yeah, it's it's like, it's not the most cleaned up place, you know, but I don't know. It, it, like I have, I've, I have friends who are Christian who work there. I have, they're like, they're a bunch of super nice people I've met who like either play there or work there, you know, just, and I'm okay with that. Like it was a fun time and yeah, I had a blast doing it. Yeah, so. see, you got to be open-minded to things, especially if you're going to be an artist in Seattle because of how, especially if you're going to be a Christian artist in Seattle because there's so many gr- grungy aspects of Seattle, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, 100%. I think I, I missed the first part of what you said. You were cutting out a little bit. Oh, I was just saying that it's it's you got to be open-minded to all that type of stuff, you know, because I've seen, I've seen some really weird venues, like, because there's actually so many, like, hidden spots or gems in Seattle that people perform at. And I'm like, wow, I've never seen this place before. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, uh, I can name one. Like, I don't know if you've heard of Mojam Mondays at, uh, what is it called? I don't know. It basically there's this place where people can come in every Monday and like, there's a jam session. And so like anybody can come, anybody like brings their instrument or I bring drumsticks and stuff like that. And people just jam with each other so a bunch of cool hidden spots in seattle and yeah seattle <laughs> it's not the most bright and optimistic place but you know th- there are a lot of cool musicians here and i i want to attract myself towards them so i just i guess just go where the people are at so yeah for sure so you said you just take your your like drumsticks places with you do do different drum sets have different setups or are you, are you pretty confident that if you go somewhere they will have the same setup as you have at your house or wherever you perform your practice at? It 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 really depends on the place. Like for El Corazon or like music videos like that, like Studio 7 or Showbox Soto, I'm not sure that they really have drum kits on hand that people can use because most of the time the bands just bring their own kits. But like at a place like that does the Mojam Mondays, um, yeah, the kit the kits there the kit there's usually nice um what what a lot of drummers do whenever they play a gig and they know they're gonna there's gonna be a drum set there they usually bring their snare and their cymbals 
because I guess that's that's what drummers are most prideful about is the way their snare sounds and their cymbal sound. But like, if, if you can like tune the toms and tune the kick drum and like bring your own stuff, then you've got a you've got a solid kit. So, so how do you get st- how do you get started if like you just want to start getting into drumming and you don't have the money to like have a kit because I'm, I'm guessing drum kits can get expensive. It's nuts. <laughs> um, YouTube tutorials. That YouTube tutorials are the way to go. I'm I'm so thankful for YouTube because like even with like how long I've been drumming for like 15, 15 plus years, like there's still stuff I can learn that I've found out about on YouTube. Um, yeah, just like if you can't afford lessons, just like figure out what you want to learn, see if there's like a tutorial for it or something like that and just go for it. Mm. So different, yeah. I'm guessing as different like clarinets or whatever have different sounds because of, by different companies. Do all drum kits kind of sound different also or how does that work? Yeah, um, a kit usually sounds different based on the type of wood um, that that it's made from. There's like maple, birch, mahogany, and babinga, and like each each uh, type of kit will give like a different amount of resonance or like warmth or tone to the kit. So you can you can go about like if if you want a certain sound for your kit, you can. You can just like research what what style of kit you want, like out of the four types of wood and just go from there. And like a lot of cymbals and snares and everything, everything has a different sound. Just you just got to test out which one you like the most. And yeah. Yeah. Do people kind of like compare um, drumsticks or anything like that? Because I know like when it comes to like (laughs) like um, even like podcasting or having having your own studio or microphones or cameras, everyone's like comparing that if you're in that field. How about with drumsticks? Like, are you like, oh, these are the plastic ones, these are the wood ones, or how does that all work? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, no, it's, 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 <laughs> that's very valid. Uh, like, um, there's like wood tips and nylon tips. I think nylon tips give you more, give you more of a like, um, like a ping on a cymbal. Like if you hit a cymbal, you'd really hit, like you would hear that just, basic attack or like ping on it so yeah people definitely have like preference on drumsticks like not only like nylon or wood but but like stick size so like you'll see drummers like aaron spears he plays for ariana grande he he uses so such small sticks which it looks weird when i whenever i see videos of him playing but i like to play with big sticks you know um i don't know it's like it doesn't require as much like movement and I can really get like a good loud sound out of what I hit. So yeah, people, people definitely have like different stick preferences. That's cool. So with, yeah. um, with the, when it comes to like being a chef or any specific, like super specified field, other chefs know other chefs. They're like, Oh, this is my favorite chef. Whereas me, I'm just like, Oh, you can make food. Good. <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> so when, it, when it comes to drummers, I'm guessing you like, do drummers know specific drummers and like look up to the drummers? Cause like I said, the only one that I know off the top of my head is like Questlove. Cause like everyone oh, knows dude. him. Hey, I love Questlove. Yeah, definitely. Cause like, obviously different drummers play different styles of music. And like, if you're, really interested in a certain style of music then you're gonna be attracted to like drummers who played that style of music so yeah like i'm i'm really interested in this guy named jd beck he he plays he's like a 16 year old kid or something but he plays like fusion 
fusion jazz funk type of music and like he's he's oh so talented so like because i like that style of music i'm i'm attracted to like his drumming stuff um and i get yeah i guess like whatever like style you're into you're gonna be attracted to like the drummers for that style but yeah i'm interested in like a wide variety of drummers because i just play so many different things but yeah it's a lot of cool stuff how do you how do you stand out as a drummer like what are the things you have to do um honestly it goes so much far farther than just like your ability to play it's just like how well you can work with people and just like if you're humble if you're down to earth that will take you far but like when it comes to specifically standing out i don't know um i guess i guess i'll see more as time goes on but but yeah (laughs) So, so tell me about this this rapper that you worked with how was that Oh, Peabody. So, <laughs> so his his name is Isaac Peabody, and he goes by Peabody for rapping. Fun fact: he was my admissions counselor when I first came to Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> so he he's got a full time job working at Northwest. He's now in marketing, but like we we built a relationship, and um, and there was some some event going on called Northwest Fest that always happens at the end of the school year. And my band, one of my bands, The Exhibit, we were gonna play on it. And then I found out that he was gonna be the headliner on it. So I texted him, I was like, hey man, do you want a drummer for the show? And he was like, sure. And then I got it, so <laughs> yeah. But it, it's because we've already had that relationship going before, like previously. Um, and yeah, it's fun stuff. He, I know he has like a bunch of different like session, like, session not session drummers but like touring drummers he brings on for like depending on like if he's going on a tour to the east coast or something he usually he would call someone else on because like i'm i'm busy with classes and stuff like that so but yeah i don't know that's cool though he's a, he's, a, he's a fun guy so do you follow the music scene here much or when you work with the bands are they just people that you've met through school and maybe doing performances and they're like oh i i like how you play your drums <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I, I try to follow the scene as much as i can um yeah sometimes i go to the jam sessions like i was talking about earlier and the music that they play is really cool and so like i try to find it on apple music and stuff i don't know just i try to follow it as much as i can mm. yeah would you ever be interested in like doing like a live instrumentation instrument album with like rappers and stuff like that like what are your goals when it comes to like or like dreams when it comes to furthering your career like there are there certain projects you want to be on or certain like even tv shows or that's a good question i think the goal for me um you know how you know how rappers or like pop stars they have like a made they have like a gospel funk band behind them playing like ariana grande or like kendrick lamar Kanye. like that yeah <laughs> exactly that type of music is i think what i'm drawn to the most i love playing a different variety of styles but like that type of music and like like the type of music they play at like award shows like the grammys or stuff like that 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 is the long-term goal yeah do, do you like being like surrounded by those artists and stuff or what is it about it that attracts you to it do you think i think i think it's mostly how challenging the music is like 
you'll if you go to the music you'll listen there's like a bunch of gospel chops and like a lot of cool hits you get to do so the music the music is really challenging um it's not necessarily like because of like the people I'm drawn to although the people I'm drawn to they're very cool but most of all it's it's how challenging the music is and I always love to challenge myself to play like the hardest type of music I can so and that stuff is very fun so yeah so what have you been doing during the quarantine to like continue to practice and stuff because you said that you've been doing lessons but um do you, you don't have like a set at your house or how does that all work when you're trying to practice so yeah that's a good question I my um my drum kit is at my parents house and my mom's over 60 so I'm worried that like if I were to go home because I, I live in the city that had the first death oh, of the coronavirus which is not good or was it Kirkland so I'm just, what it, was, it was Kirkland right or Kirkland yeah yeah so I just have to be cautious about like going home I don't want to get her sick but um so because that's happening I only have like a practice pad and at my in the student apartments so like I kind of have to teach like using only a practice pad that kind of like um exemplifies like a snare drum I guess but I don't know it's tough but like you kind of have to figure out how to make your way through it so mm. yeah so how how do you feel about this coronavirus are you taking it seriously cuz like your mom or are you kind of mixed about it? Um, you know, in the end, I'm, I'm not too worried about what will happen in the future. Um, although, like, a lot of bad stuff is happening right now. Just, like, the amount of the, the rates have gone up rapidly. But I think if, like, we all take care of ourselves and, like, do what we need to do, we shouldn't be up and running sometime. I'm not sure when, but... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I try to take this thing seriously. Like I've been trying to stay um, in my apartment most of the time, otherwise to like go get groceries or something like that. But um, oh, there was something else I was going to say. Shoot. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's tough, especially being that it's my senior year here. So like there were so many things, so many events and stuff we were going to have happen like for my senior year at our campus that got canceled and like so many friends I wanted to see and stuff like that so you kind of like even though you know you shouldn't sometimes you're just like I just want to go see my friends and like celebrate one last time with them or do something together so sometimes I like break my own rule on it but like only like once a week or something like that because it's really tough but other than that I'm trying to take it very seriously yeah. This is what I've been doing because I uh, I recently I grew up on Mercer Island so I know Kirkland and all those places really well. Okay. And yeah. um, I recently moved up to Snohomish, so like I'm I'm in the woods part of Snohomish, so it's not like I'm gonna be like, <laughs> hey, who wants to hang out? Because everyone's fucking <laughs> in the city, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, this is this is like therapy for me as much as I'm helping all these other artists because I get to talk to people, you know. <laughs> oh, it's so nice. Oh, it's so nice. I get that, man. Yes. It's, it's tough. So tell, tell me quickly about like your uh, your goals for the summer. You said you said you were thinking about moving up to L.A. to start off your music career more. Or how is that going to work out? Yeah. So, well, um, this this whole school year, I was debating on whether or not I want to go to L.A. or Nashville. 
but and it's not out too much the 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 word isn't out too much but i think i am gonna go to nashville and <laughs> go uh move in with some friends who do music one of them just walked by <laughs> so um i don't know we'll, we'll see what happens like these are people i've been playing music with for a long time and um I've had some moments where I feel like these are people I'm meant to play music with for the rest of my life. But if, if so, then I would love that. If not, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. He gave me, he gave me a funny look. Yeah. So. The main goal right now is just to make sure you wash your hands and stay safe. So you, so you can accomplish yeah. all those goals in the future, you know? Yep. But yeah, and I um, and not and not touch my face like I've been doing this whole this whole interview. <laughs> exactly. I struggle with that too because my hair is like it's always like in my eyes or like all the way down here. I'm like, fuck. Right. <laughs> How am I supposed to follow all the dang rules? Yeah, for Ugh. sure. Yeah. But yeah, I, I hope that um once this quarantine clears up, I can have you at my studio or something. I'm I'm trying to set up this thing where I, I do. Think you, you're cutting out a little bit. Oh my bad. I was saying I I hope by the once this quarantine clears up that you can come by my studio and stuff like that um my one of my goals is to start doing like live sessions and stuff for my youtube channel to like help promote artists as well you know because because like my interviews are usually literally like an hour to an hour and a half long so sometimes that's a that's a big jump for people who are not big into podcasts or don't know who these artists are yet to be like shit i have to listen to these guys for an hour and a half <laughs> but, but then if you get to check out like one of their songs first live you're like oh wow that's cool okay i want to actually check out this interview now yeah, so right, right? everything's yeah. gonna come together you know but um i, I want to see uh what is some advice that you have for all these up-and-coming drummers artists creators influencers wow um you know stay motivated um i know that people say like oh like like you always like keep your day job and like people always say like just work on the side hustle it's a mixture of both you know you've got to work to support yourself at the same time stay motivated to like always be finding something new that correlates with what you actually want to do but you've got to be committed to both sides because you need to support yourself and you need to be always looking for something new so it's going to be a tough long road but if you keep, if you're committed, I know it's like the most cliched thing to say, but like, just stay committed. So, yeah. And, and you're doing it, man. You're a senior in college and you're, you're doing the, you're doing the drums and everything. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's all coming together, you know, like, um, you're definitely a voice I want to have on the podcast. So I, I thank you for taking time out to do all this. And, um, I, I wrap up by saying this is the NAS podcast with... So you're gonna be the because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely one place I'm gonna post this for sure is in the Facebook group chat that we started. So um this uh this will be an example for all those bands and stuff that want to be on the podcast, you know? <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yes. Well, this is the NAS podcast with Jeffrey Adamy. <laughs> there we go, man. <laughs> thank you so much. So yeah, and thank you, thank you for having me on. It was it was a blast and a pleasure and i think you you have a great interviewing style so thank you yes thank you so much man um stay safe okay okay you too have a good day man